Now let the words of our mouths and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our Rock and our Redeemer. Amen. Our scripture readings for today come from the New Revised Standard Version Bible, and our first reading for today is from Zephaniah, chapter 3, verses 14 through 20. Sing aloud, O daughter Zion. Shout, O Israel. Rejoice and exult with all your heart, O daughter Jerusalem. The Lord has taken away the judgments against you. He has turned away your enemies. The King of Israel, the Lord, is in your midst. You shall fear disaster no more. On that day it shall be said to Jerusalem, Do not fear, O Zion. Do not let your hands grow weak. The Lord, your God, is in your midst, a warrior who gives victory. He will rejoice over you with gladness. He will renew you in his love. He will exult over you with loud singing, as on a day of festival. I will remove disaster from you so that you will not bear reproach for it. I will deal with all your oppressors at that time, and I will save the lame and gather the outcast, and I will change their shame into praise and renown in all the earth. At that time I will bring you home, at the time when I gather you, for I will make you renowned and praised among all the peoples of the earth, when I restore your fortunes before your eyes, says the Lord. Our next reading is from Philippians. Chapter 4, verses 4 through 7. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Let your gentleness be known to everyone. The Lord is near. Do not worry about anything but in everything. By prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Our last reading for today comes from Luke chapter 3, verses 7 through 18. John said to the crowds that came out to be baptized by him, You brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Bear fruits worthy of repentance. Do not begin to say to yourselves, We have Abraham for our ancestor, for I tell you, God is able from these stones to raise up children to Abraham. Even now the axe is lying at the root of the trees. Every tree, therefore, that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. And the crowds asked him, What then should we do? In reply, he said to them, Whoever has two coats must share with anyone who has none, and whoever has food must do likewise. Even tax collectors came to be baptized. And they asked him, Teacher, what should we do? He said to them, Collect no more than the amount prescribed for you. Soldiers also asked him, And we, what should we do? He said to them, Do not extort money from anyone by threats or false accusation, and be satisfied with your wages. As the people were filled with expectation, and all were questioning in their hearts concerning John, whether he might be the Messiah. John answered all of them by saying, I baptize you with water, but one who is more powerful than I is coming. I am not worthy to untie the thong of his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fork is in his hand 
to clear his threshing floor and to gather the wheat into his granary, but the chaff he will burn with unquenchable fire. So with many other exhortations, he proclaimed the good news to the people. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. This Sunday of Advent, we celebrate joy, the joy of home. I was reminded once again of another Christmas movie. As you might have figured out, I probably have a Christmas movie for everything I could think of in Advent. But this one, if I had to pick a favorite, this would be it. If you've never seen The Bishop's Wife, it is a story about joy and how we can miss out on it. And at its heart, it's about rediscovering the joy of the things around us and the joy that God gives us. I saw that in our readings for today, in Philippians, we are told to rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice that God will give us peace and understanding, that we don't have to worry about anything because the Lord is with us. The Lord is near. That we once again celebrate our Emmanuel, God with us. We hear it in the words of Zephaniah, that we should sing aloud and rejoice, that we shouldn't fear because God is in our midst, that God will rejoice over us with gladness, bring an end to oppression, save the lame, gather the outcast, change their shame into praise, and that God will bring us home into that joy. Our gospel reading gives us something a little different. There we have John the Baptist. We might say, where's the joy that John is giving? Because John seems kind of upset at everybody, calling the people who came to him a brood of vipers. You're kind of killing the Christmas spirit here, John. But that's just the surface of John's message. Because John does give good news and give it plenty. Because John gives us a way to find that joy. The people say, if this is so bad, what can we do, John? What can we do? The answer, bear good fruit. Bear fruits worthy of repentance. Not that you're going to earn your place, but that you are going to live a life showing that you've been reconciled to God that you want to be near to him. That Christ is coming, and Christ will show you the way to joy. But they want to know, how do we get there? How do we find this joy? How do we find the joy that Zephaniah speaks of? How do we find the joy that Paul speaks about? How do we find it? in generosity, in kindness, in honesty, and in love. That's the answer that John gives. What should we do? If you have two coats, share with whoever has none. Whoever has food, share it with those who don't. To the tax collectors, take no more than you should and do your jobs well and do them honestly. To the soldiers, don't threaten anyone. Don't make false accusations. And be satisfied with what you have. Be honest 
and good. Show that your life is changed. John proclaimed the good news, not that everyone was lost, but that all could be found and that that joy could be theirs. Because that's the good news. The joy is for you. I think that's why I was reminded of the bishop's wife. Because in it we find people who aren't happy. Lots of people who are worried about all sorts of things, and that worry itself distracts them from the joy that they have. The worry of building a new church, the worry of one's marriage not being what they want it to be, the worry of not living up to expectations, the worry of life becoming mundane and getting used to it, the worry of not getting things their way, the worry of wanting people to give respect, And so an angel comes to them. He comes and shows them there is joy. They just have to accept the joy. They have to make the opportunities. And that there, they can find happiness, satisfaction, completion. The message is that the joy is there. You just have to stop ignoring it. So it made me think about the joy that Christ gives. The joy that we celebrate on Christmas. That God chose to be with us so that we could experience that love and that hope. That it could live within us. Not just one day, but every day. That it would follow us all of our days. And that it was something that we could share. That sharing in that joy is sharing in Christ that we share in love, in mercy, in generosity, in grace, and in hope, so that others may know the joy that we find. Because who doesn't love a joyful home? And who provides a more joyful home than our Savior? The good news is good, because we often lose sight of it. And it's discovering it again that awakens the joy in our hearts. It's the reason that Christmas reminds us of that joy because it reminds us of God's love. It reminds us of why we always have hope. Because God saw fit to give us hope everlasting. Because God wanted us to know the joy he has in us. And so it gives us call to celebrate to celebrate all that we have and all that we are. That we may celebrate that as long as Christ is within us, that we will always have a reason to sing praises, that we will always have a reason to be joyful, that we will always have the love that we need to be generous, the love that we need to be able to celebrate, even in the face of adversity, the joy of knowing that we have a happy home. But it's up to us to claim that joy. It's up to us to experience it by opening ourselves up to that joy. Because we can't experience it if we are too busy trying to make sure that everything is just right for the time that that joy will come. Because that joy is now. That joy is always. That joy is everywhere. We just have to stop and see it.
the joy is with me now, that I am here with you, my friends, that we come together in love to proclaim our joy, to strengthen each other and build each other up in that joy, so that when we go forth from this place, that we share that joy, that we don't hesitantly wait, planning and prodding, poking around to figure out where the joy might be next, but we go out experiencing that joy and giving that joy by sharing in peace, by sharing in love, sharing it in all that we have so that others may not fear being in need of anything. Because Christ is with us to let us find joy at all times, especially when things get tough. Because too often, we focus so much on the negative when things aren't going how we expected that we don't see the unexpected joy that's right there in front of us. That things get hard and we start figuring out ways that we can make everything right again so that we can finally find that joy. And we get so busy fixing things that we miss the joy that's with us. I'm once again reminded of the bishop's wife. The bishop is so worked up with making sure everything is going to plan that nothing is going right. We get so caught up in the things that we think are supposed to matter that we miss the things that truly do matter. We can't see each other for all of the things that need done. So busy preparing for joy that we don't experience it. So busy looking for joy that we step over it, trying to find it. So I say, wake up. Rejoice. Again, I say, rejoice. And again, I say, rejoice in today. Rejoice in the now, because the good news is Christ is with you today. Christ is here now. Christ's love is with us this very moment. Christ's joy is always and everywhere. So go out and sing Christmas carols. Put a smile on the face of others. Greet a stranger with a friendly greeting with a warm hello. Share the good news to all that you see, that all may share in the blessing. That all may have hope. That all may have peace. That all may have joy that we have a reason to be happy, no matter what, no matter where, no matter when. Because wherever we go, Christ is there. And wherever Christ is, we may find joy. Just make sure that you take the time to see it, the time to give thanks for it, and the time to experience it. And don't forget to make sure that you take the time to share it. Because sharing in that hope is a joy all unto itself, giving birth again to more joy. And what better gift can we give? What better love can we share than the good news that Christ's joy is for us all? And in him we discover the joy of his home. Amen.